Hey, sisters. Welcome to our podcast today. I'm Kirsten Kirschbaum coming to you from Hawaii with my best friend, Danielle, here. Hey, everybody. Well, I said here, really, you're in San Diego, but it feels like you're here. And we are having the most beautiful conversation this morning. I'm so excited to share our insights with you and and just let you know it means so much to us when we get feedback from you who are listening and, and there's insights that you're able to apply to your life. It just means the world. It's our favorite thing. It makes me squeal. Anyway, so we have been talking so much about comparison. And uh, Danielle and I have a big event coming up next month where we're going to go and we're going to be with like, I don't know, 30,000 people and all the feelings and emotions and excitement um, of our company's convention. And it's going to be amazing. And, you know, those of you who who go to big events where there's a lot of empowered women, you know, um, maybe even just Relief Society, right? Small events where there's empowered women um, can maybe recognize what I'm going to share. And that is that there's a lot of energy and thought and comparison and love and joy and fear and pain and all the emotions there. And one thing that Danielle and I have really, I feel like we've gotten pretty dang good at this. Like we're getting quicker at, doesn't mean we don't feel, you know, the, the feelings of, you know, comparison, jealousy, pain, whatever, but we, we've learned to get over it a lot quicker. And so I want to share with you that process that we go through. And then, of course, Danielle can chime in and we can kind of start there. So when we're in a room, the way that I like to look at any situation, and you know what, Danielle, you were just sharing with me, you were at a wedding even, right? So this this concept really goes anywhere. And so wherever you're at, imagine that you're in a room, maybe you come into Relief Society and you feel a little unsure. Maybe there's a couple sisters that you've had some awkward conversations with or you know, somebody you don't know and, and maybe you just had the worst morning of your life and you don't want to talk to anybody and you're feeling guilty about even you know, feeling the way you feel, right? So many thoughts and feelings. I have come to recognize that our Savior is in that room and he is available for you and for me. And I will do just a quick check-in with my Savior as I, as I walk into the room. Just ask Him to be there with me. I also recognize that not everyone is doing that. Not everyone is in a place where they're inviting the Savior. And maybe they don't even realize they're inviting other spirits into that room, right? Other spirits are there. Other spirits are whispering, oh, you're not this, you're not that. And some of us, including myself, many times are taking on those thoughts as my own. So I'm being whispered to, oh, you're not as good as her. Oh, look at her. She did this. She did that. Oh my gosh. Like, why can't you just get it together? And why are you so far behind? And all these thoughts. And they're all there. They're all like, it's like, if you could just like put on some spiritual glasses for a minute, you could see all of these phrases like hovering over the room. And they're all, it's like this energy that's just there. And, and it's like, oh, which one are you going to let in? And, and they're all just there. And you can like, like pick them like a balloon, you know, like imagine that. Like this, this, and this is all coming to me right now. Like imagine all these balloons above our heads and they're floating and they have strings, right? And this string is hanging down right in front of your face. And one of those balloons has, you're not good enough. And the other one has, you are a covenant daughter of God who loves you. You have a father and a mother in heaven who are 
all about making sure you're successful. And you look up and you grab the string that says you're not good enough. Why? Why? It makes me want to cry. Why do I continue to do that? Why do you? It's so, it is that black and white, sisters. It is. It, it is a choice. You keep grabbing the balloon that says, I'm not good enough. And, and you don't have to do that. Like you don't, but you continue to do it. So here's another layer of it too, right? When you continue to grab that balloon, there's like another layer that goes, oh yeah, you keep grabbing that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's like the other layer of you're not good enough because you keep saying you're not good enough because you know what I mean? It's like, it's just this like wheel of just guilt and shame. So like there, there has to be a point where you go, oh, I keep grabbing the balloon that says I'm not good enough. Oh, how interesting. Oh my gosh. I love you. I love you for grabbing that balloon. Look at you grab that same balloon. Oh my gosh. I love you. And God loves you. And Danielle definitely loves you. This is the point that I call Danielle and I'm like, why do I keep grabbing them? I'm not good enough balloon. I don't know. Help me. <laughs> right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> yes. So we do call each other in those times. It's a great thing to build a process with one another. That is for sure. And the great thing is I love the visual of the balloons. I love doing visual meditations. And I just, that's, that's a great one because you can just imagine, oh, I grab that balloon again. No judgment. Hey, you know, Christ, will you take this balloon for me? I, I kind of am ready to actually get rid of it and have it cleansed. So there's a difference of just letting it go back in the universe. Why don't we give it to him? Ooh, I grabbed it. I'm going to give it to you, to my savior and cleanse it. And he's going to give you back like a bright, shiny Mylar balloon that says, I love you. And I just, I love doing that. So what happens when we do these visuals and like that is applying the atonement that is applying the repentance process and when i do these i feel good that's all i can tell you so if i feel good i don't feel bad i don't feel neutral i feel good so i continue to do these in order to keep cleansing those layers that are coming up i'm actually grateful it's coming up I'm grateful. I'm like, yes, thank you. Get rid of. So I'll tell you experience I had the other day. It was kind of fun. I go to Pilates here in um, San Diego and I love my Pilates class. It's so much fun. But she was having us do this um, stretch, this IT band stretch. It was brutal. And I could only go so far. And I was, I was really, I was like paying really close attention to my body of just like the stretch and like, wow, how amazing we are and, and how we can do all these different things. And I was like, I want to push myself to go just a little further with this stretch. And then I was like, oh, that hurts. And I, and I realized all of a sudden my brain switched from paying attention to the goodness that I was in. And I was looking at the person next to me and I go, oh, well, I'm stretching further than them. So that's okay. And it was very, it was very insightful for me because I, I started to compare. And what I noticed in that comparison is I went immediately, I went, oh my gosh, when I compared to how much she was stretching, I realized I was stretching further. So I realized, oh, I'm good. I elevated myself above another. 
the second thing is I stopped progressing. I stopped my progression because I didn't try any harder. I was like, oh, well, I'm already good enough. I'm better than her next to me. It had nothing to do with where she was at. I don't know who she was. It was just, it was the whole learning experience that I, I left Pilates going, that was so cool to learn it in the IT band stretch, which hurts like no other. But when we compare, it stops our progression. We start focusing on another. We get a false sense of our own self. It's not even true. And we stop our progression. I was so grateful for the lesson. I was like, that was so cool. Isn't that neat? I love it. And I also love that you are, I don't know what the word is, just, just, you know, in a good place enough to share with us that you, you said that, you know what I mean? Like in the Pilates class, like you're willing, you're open and willing to share with us that you felt that way about yourself above another. And, and you quickly like repented about it. I think too often we're too afraid to say what we're really thinking. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, I don't want to be like that. I don't want people to know that I was thinking. You know what I mean? And it's just like, even that is a, oh, well, I don't want this. I don't want this to come out about me because then that will be a comparison that other people will use to see if, you know, to gauge themselves against me and for themselves. The whole thing is like these little like bing, 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 like bouncing like a ping pong, ping pong ball or ping pong pong machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pinball. That's exactly what I was thinking. Pinball. I love it. (laughs) Well, the whole thing is there's nothing to fear. If you fear comparison, you'll remain in the cycle. Fear, you you can keep yourself in there. And I'm not fearing that comparison. I'm grateful it's coming up and I'm like, oh, I don't fear you. Oh, thank you for manifesting. I'm like, Lord, will you please take this and let's replace it with just some love for my uniqueness and whoever that, I wouldn't even know who it was, the lady's uniqueness. I was just, I thought the lesson was awesome. And that's what this is about. It's the atonement. There's nothing here because you have Christ. So this is really, really good. I'm actually, a lot of things are coming up for me right now. Like as I'm thinking, like I said, about going to this big convention next month and as it relates to, you know, if you're listening and you're not going to big convention next month, uh, you're going to church or you're going to work or you're going to wherever. And there are these fears that I have. I'm going to fully admit fears I have about going to, you know, we'll say this big event and it is, Oh, I'm going to see her and I'm going to feel this way. And I don't like when I feel this way, when I see her, I don't, I just, I want to avoid this situation. It's nothing bad about anybody in particular, really. You know what I mean? It's just the overall, feeling of, I would say, fear of comparison. I don't want to compare myself to people. I don't want to be in a situation where I feel elevated or I feel lower and I feel all of those things. And why am I so afraid of it? Like what, why do I need to be afraid of it? What if I'm not afraid of it? What if I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go there and I'm going to feel all those things. But now I have a new set of tools Mm -hmm. to go into this situation and not be afraid of it. Wow. Yeah. Well, and here's another thing I wrote down that I thought was really cool is that we're each mastering, we've talked about this in other pods, our own journeys. So it doesn't mean like, because we've existed before this, so we may have mastered a whole bunch of other things. So those, it didn't, that's not our journey right now. So it's not, there's no comparison. So if I mastered something else and in here I haven't, and my journey is to master this. Why am I comparing with somebody else? So I, I was kind of comparing it to like 
you know, doctorate degrees or certificates. We're all in different programs. And even if we're in a similar program, we're all so different in that program. It doesn't even matter. Like there's not how there we're so unique. Someone bringing truths down. So I'll give you an example. Our lesson on Relief Society today was on self-care. And I've really been enjoying Relief Society for a different reason than I've ever enjoyed before. I used to just say, what can I get out of this? And instead I'm like, you know what? What can I do to just feel love for myself and others while I'm there? That's my practice because I want to expand that so much. So I'm looking at how can I just feel love for myself and others in a group of women where our strength in life is connecting with one another. How can I connect on a plane of through charity rather than, you know, comparison? So, so the lessons on self-care and I, I immediately am like, oh my gosh, like I'm single and all I do is self-care. I only have to care for myself. Like I don't really, I could teach this lesson better. I, I, I didn't, well, yeah, I was, I was like in my head, these like cycles of things were kind of going like, I'm not going to get anything out of this. Like I, I live self-care. I do what I want when I want. I care. I mean, I mean, I work from home. I have this beautiful life that I, you know, so I kind of started like feeling like I was better than her for, for the, just a split second. And I immediately recognized it. And I was like, Oh, that is cool. That came up. I'm actually willing to release it and not have that be part of my psyche anymore. And I just, and so in the middle of there, like you said, when you go into that room, you're like the savior, you check in with them. I checked right into him and I was like, here you go. Forgive me. And oh my gosh. And I just started looking at, wow, we each, what I have learned for self-care does not mean that it's exactly what the person teaching has need, needs to learn for self-care. We're all doing our best in with whatever programming, with whatever life experience. So my, even if both of us use meditation for self-care, it's still different. So like we were just saying, it's, I hope I'm making sense because for me, it was like this aha of like, I love what she's teaching. And I felt so much love realizing she is doing an amazing lesson and she's giving her best. She's giving her all. She put like so much into it. And I just felt this love for her and I felt love for her ideas on self-care and I felt love for mine. It was just, we're different. I'm single with two cats. It's so easy for self-care. I can leave them all on their own. I'm like, here's some food. I'm going out. Bye. (laughs) Oh, I loved it. It was just a good way to release anything that comes up. I'll just finish on this note here, but anything that comes up vibrationally that gets me out of harmony with the savior. I am so grateful. I'm like, thank you. I don't want to be afraid of you. I don't want to suppress you anymore. Actually, I just imagine myself giving it to him. I'm like, here you go. Another bit of dirt for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. He's so That's great. really cool. I, I, I'm really loving this concept that's coming up. I, I think it's so valuable for everyone listening to really think about that one thing that they're afraid of every week. That, and for me, sometimes it's like it's a catch. You know what I mean? Like, like in my heart, like I'll, I'll be like, Oh, I'm going to go here. And then all of a sudden, you know, you feel that kind of surge of like, ah, like you contract and you're like, Oh no, ah, I don't know if I, ah, you know, just that, that kind of uh, feeling. 
that right there instead of like suppressing it and going, oh, it's like, oh, there you are. Okay, what is that? Let me shine light on you, right? Like, and that's what the Savior is, is pure light. Let me shine all the light. There will be no darkness. There will be no more dark. You will not hide in me anymore. You will come out and go to the light. So good. Oh my gosh. I love this concept so much. Almost makes you want to go into those situations now where you fear feel, well, okay, let me say this, where you feel fearful and like go shine a light on it now. You know what I mean? It's like, I feel more brave now. Like, oh, those are those things. Like I'm not hiding from that anymore. Wow. That's really, really cool. I, I hope that helps all of you sisters as you think about the next thing that you're going to, that you feel you know, excited, but then also a little bit uncomfortable. And, and also it, what you, you were saying, Danielle, about Relief Society as it relates to, you know, maybe you, oh, I've heard this lesson before, or, you know, I've read the scripture a million times or whatever, you know, this is the beautiful thing about the gospel. I love this. And this, this is that the way the scriptures are written, the way the lessons are given, the way the, the church is set up is to allow each individual for the weak and the weakest of saints, right? Like it says in the Doctrine and Covenants, to have their own experience in coming to Christ. So it's like whatever you are experiencing, like I don't really care what the lesson's called, like self-care, self-love, Daniel in the lion's den, like whatever. You know what I mean? It doesn't even really matter what the lesson is called. It doesn't matter who is bearing their testimony. It doesn't matter what member of the bishopric is doing something weird. You know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like name your, you know, lowercase t issue that you kind of get annoyed with. And think about how the spirit wants to teach you. And I'm, you guys, I'm totally speaking to myself right now, seriously, because I do this a lot. I'll go to sacrament meeting and then the same people bear their testimony every week or, you know, and, and the spirit's saying to me, well, if you want to change it, you should probably get up there and bear your testimony. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to sit here in judgment instead. <laughs> like, that's basically what I'm saying. No, it's fine. Let them all. Anyway, here's my point. I'm talking in circles. Here's my point. The spirit speaks our language. So when you check in with the spirit, when you choose to let go of that balloon, send that judgment balloon to Christ to be cleansed and you grab the other balloon down from the ceiling. Imagine you walk into church and the entire roof, the ceiling of the church is filled with balloons and they all have really long strings. You're going to walk in there and you're going to pay attention to which string you pull down. And the, 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 there's an infinite number of, of good lessons and doctrine and truths that are there that our heavenly parents have for us. Like they're like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of balloons in here. Which one do you want? And whichever one you pick is great too, right? Like, oh, I'm picking the judgment one again. Okay, fine. So keep picking the judgment one, but acknowledge that you are picking that judgment one. And maybe there's a reason for it. You on a soul level have something to learn there but you have nothing to fear. All of these lessons are working together for your good. It's such a beautiful concept. There's so much to be learned, right? 
Yes. I love it. It's so great. And it, the whole point is just to be, you know, I wrote something down this morning um, and I, I was going to say to be in love with yourself in a, just this lo- way that we talked about last week, that you're receiving God's love for you so that when those things come up, I mean, I just, I feel like it's like when I, I take my cats outside and they just want to smell every little thing, right? And even poop, <laughs> you know, they just want to smell it. And it's like, and me, I'm like, oh, cool. I mean, for me, I'm like, good, get your curiosity out so they don't kind of, you know, go stir crazy in the house. But but that's the whole point. He's like, yes, this is your life. God and, you know, our Heavenly Father and Mother are like, yeah, this is your life experience. Get your curiosity out. Love yourself. I am here. And when, like I told you guys in the beginning, when I, when I process things through the atonement, through any visual I can think of that just come to my head, I feel good. And it makes me want to continue in that goodness. And that is the key is we, all of us are designed to continue in that goodness and we're seeking it. But how do we know that we want it if you don't explore those curiosities, if we don't, if we just keep suppressing? And I don't just mean like curiosities with, you know, doing narcotics. That's not exactly what I mean. But, but I just mean those curiosities of, oh, why was I judgmental? And maybe you don't even have to ask why. Maybe you can just go, you know what? I was. That's okay. It's one of my curiosities. Let's just get rid of it. And I think that if we can allow ourselves with so much more love and grace, you're going to feel God's love and grace. And that atonement's going to exercise in your life. And then the comparison just melts. It won't even be there anymore. You will see your uniqueness. You'll be so in love with you and the processes that you do with letting things go. You're like, I don't want to be anybody else. I love being me. I do. And I love being me. I love that I feel a control in a sense and a confidence and the bravery, like you said, and that I have tools I can lean on no matter what, no matter what comes up under my rug. I'm like, that's okay. It's not negative. It's like something came up. And so I wrote this down today and I I wrote down, it says, you attract the level of love in your life by the level of love you feel for yourself. And then I put, you know, in Predices, you attract the level of dot, 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 anything you desire, right? In your life by the level of love you feel for yourself. Whatever desire, it's all about the level of love for yourself and what you will attract in your life, depending on what you desire to attract. If it's money, then that's, it's equal to that. If it's, you know, I don't know, whatever it is, it's just, you're going to attract that. Yeah. One thing I was thinking while you were saying this, um, I also, when you start to see yourself in this way as well, you see others in this way too. So when you have these experiences, you know, we'll say at church and someone is just kind of constantly rude to you. Like they genuinely, it's just, it's just how it is. Or maybe it's a family member and it's just a constant experience where they're rude to you. When you start to see yourself with more love, when you start to see yourself through the atonement, giving up judgments and fears and recognizing with so much godly love that it was you experiencing life and learning, you also see others doing that as well. And you don't internalize their hatred, fear, curiosity, judgment. It's them. It's like, oh, wow. Look at what you're learning right now. Oh my goodness. I love you and God loves you. And wow, you're really projecting a lot of stuff. You're trying to give all that to me. And I'm just like over here in total bliss. And that probably makes you more mad because you can't figure out how I got it. And 
when you're ready, like it'll come to you. And I'm so excited for this process that you're going through. You're a beautiful person. Wow. The whole thing is just, it's all a part of this, not comparison, not higher, not lower. It's just a learning journey. And the Savior and our heavenly parents are right there with us. They're all like, oh my gosh, look at our beautiful children. They're learning and growing and experiencing together. We love them so much. I hope you guys can feel that today and every single day. It means so much to us to be able to share these messages with you. And um, so we have so many other concepts we want to explore with you, um, but we'll have to save it for another time. So thanks for being on. Remember which balloon you're choosing today without judgment and with so much love and curiosity with our Savior. And we're so grateful for that. We say that in his name. Thank you. (laughs) Bye, everybody.